sometimes when I swing at that ball, man, I I don't know what I'm doing, and like my feet end up. I, I have... So wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I need you to pause right there. We're making a golf <laughs> podcast, and you just openly admitted that you're swinging at the ball and have no idea what's going on. Is it standing water? No, it was standing mud. (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Unforgettable Golf. Um, Right off the bat, we want to take a minute and just say that we're sorry. We know it's been a while since we've recorded and since we put an episode out. Um, unfortunately I had a death in the family, Zach was on vacation, so we've just kind of been busy, but we're back at it. We hope to be more regular, uh, trying to get an episode out every week or every other week at, at least. But now that that's out of the way, this episode is going to be all about our golf trip. Zach, anything off the bat um, you want to no, start us I mean, with? It was fun. We golfed a lot while you were in for three days. I mean... We jammed a lot of golf in. Probably could have done more, but the conditions weren't like the greatest. It rained every single day you were here, and we were <laughs> literally golfing in lightning storms and everything. Probably not the smartest. Don't do that, people. But it was uh, it was fun. Um, I mean, right, you got we pretty much you jumped off the plane, and we went right to a driving range. Like we drove two hours back to my place, and we went to a driving range, and then we ended up playing instead of hitting the balls at the driving range, we ended up playing nine holes. So we didn't even warm up at all. And uh, that was fun. That was the first time actually seeing you swing a club in person and everything. And it was definitely interesting. You realized real quick that with the elevation difference that your ball travels further, which was kind of like. Like a, yeah, yeah like a club like length further. Home. Like, cool. You're like, what? That, that never goes that far. And it's like, well, we're like, you know, 2,500 feet above sea level here. So. It's a little bit different. Yeah, and I'm like 25 feet above yeah, sea level. Yeah, but I mean, that was, we warmed up with nine holes, and then we went to go play 18, and we ended up doing a two-man scramble, me and you versus my dad and his oh, buddy. Oh, hold up, hold up. We need to stop right here. We need to back this up. So, okay, let's, let's put a timetable on this. 5 a.m., I land. No sleep. We go to Sheets, get some <laughs> chocolate milk. And we go to the course. Then the next course, what was it called? Matabo? Yeah. Manito? It's actually something like Manito, that. I found out. I've been pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Manatee's Toes course um, had the best chicken fingers in the world. Yeah. Right? Hands yes. down. By far, there's never been any, any better chicken fingers in the world. So at that point, I've probably been up, what did we figure? Like 36 hours now? Yeah. I've been up straight. <laughs> But we were we were playing good, right? When we I mean, started, we were even yeah, we were six. even through six, which is impressive. Like, I don't know, my wedges were working good, and your putter was on fire, and that's what really was helping it. Yeah, my like, putter was on. Fire. It was awesome, and then all of a sudden, like for a minute there, it was like if I had a bad shot, you had a good shot, and we were like just changing it out, and all of a sudden, every bad shot you hit, I hit a bad <laughs> shot. Every good shot you hit, I hit a good shot. So it was like. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not good for a scramble, you know. Yeah, can't do but, that. And then it, and then it, like the skies broke open, and that ended our our eighteen yeah. early. We finished yeah. nine, but I mean, that was the story of the whole weekend, though. It was like we'd start, yeah, we'd start, rain. and we are watching yeah. radar closely, and then it's like, oh, it's not gonna rain till seven o'clock tonight. We'll be good, and all of a sudden the skies have opened up. It's black outside and there's just rain i mean if you guys go around follow us on the social we put up a video of the cart driving back from a hole to go back to the clubhouse and it was just driving through rivers at some points in time and what's crazy is it was dry before yeah. that like it's just the skies would just open up and dump buckets of water everywhere um we went to the driving range that night right we were trying to figure yeah we did out. um I was surprised because I came back. I was tired and I had like a full night's sleep. I had woke up at like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning, come pick you up at the airport. But 
we were like, I need to do something. I need to go do something. Or I'm just going to sit here and fall asleep. I'm like, well, you want to go to the driving range? We went to the driving range. What we hit? Like two large buckets of balls. And we were just like yeah. working on some stuff. We both left there feeling like we had figured out <laughs> the, uh, our game. Like what was really surprising too is when you came in, I was feeling pretty good. But as you guys heard from the last episode, I was going through a swing change. And I was still playing like my same golf. And um, the thing is, is like, I needed to warm up before every time we played, and we didn't warm up a single time. And we would roll a couple putts, and then we go to the first tee box and tee off. And that's what... Well, okay, but we get to the first nine-hole course, and it's like, would you rather yeah. play or sit on a driving range? The course is open. And we should have sat on the driving range for at least a bucket or a small bucket, and then been like, yeah, we don't have it. Let's spend more time on the range, and then go play. But, and then Friday, Friday, the course we went to, it didn't even have a range. So it was not yeah, like, yeah, it had, it had a range, up. but the, the pro at the shop, he didn't show oh, up that's until right. eight o'clock. <laughs> so you couldn't even get in to get a bucket of balls. And that was disappointing. So we sat there waiting. Our tea time was at eight o'clock and he pulled it in the parking lot at eight o'clock. And, uh, so yeah, we ended up just going right that day. It was. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta. We also gotta throw out how how big a morons we are for playing this this course, this wet course. It's like its rating is like I'll tell you. I, I want to say it's I almost seventy four. Course, it's uh. So we decided that we were gonna play from the yeah. blue tees, and it's like a seventy four and a yeah, one forty. It's a seventy four point six, and it's a um a one forty. It's, it's a, a one forty slope. Yeah, and. <laughs> the the funny thing is is it only plays at the blues at six thousand eight hundred and twenty yards, right? So it doesn't sound like oh wow, doesn't sound like it's that difficult of a course, right? Um Yeah, this course I mean I've played it and I always play really bad there every time I play. But you know, it was designed by Arnie Palmer himself and the first tee looks like it's good, like it looks like it's open, but after that it's all shooting off corridors like and if you push it or pull it just a little bit you're in trees yeah there was multiple times where i hit what would have been great drives and just nicked a branch yep. and drop or you know it just <laughs> it was like shooting down it wasn't even a corridor it was like the hallway in your house is what we were yeah. shooting down and we should have played from the white tees there because the white tees put you a little bit outside that, and you're able to hit. Yeah, and it was wet. It yeah. was so soaking. And then remember the <laughs> the the kid oh, that yeah, followed that us for the first nine holes. <laughs> he was yeah, filling he divots. He was filling divots or... on the tee boxes. On the yeah, boxes. he was going around with the yeah. sand, and he was filling them up and putting seed down. And and we kept trying to let like, him no, go, go ahead, for us. <laughs> <laughs> well we're talking it's wet you know? it's like everything was mushy too because it had rained all night <laughs> do we stand on the greens or the i mean yeah even the greens but i was thinking the tea boxes and it'd be like an inch to two inch yeah. depression where we yeah were it was cool if you ever wanted to see like how weight transfer was supposed to happen through a swing you would see the grass actually like okay it crawled it almost like waved up behind the foot here mm -hmm. and then waves up on front of the foot here yeah. it's like oh hey you actually had good weight transfer there but then you remember, there was a hole where i want to say it took it took me and you both three shots to get past lady d we were both just topping them over oh for and sure over again. like it, there's not even a question in my mind is it only one well hole? that it was that one i remember because i hole? i was so stubborn i just kept on with the three hybrid trying to hit it out of the <laughs> At a really high of the four of the four inch yeah. soaking wet rough where you couldn't even see your ball when you're standing over it. But that course was in really good condition. I do have to say that. Like, and I also think that I didn't understand how you were taking such massive beaver tails because California is in a drought and has been in a drought for my whole life. That like you can chunk a ball and you're you're gonna just kind of 
scrape a little bit off the top. There you chunk a ball and your club's going yeah. four inches into the That's ground. That's why I've like, watched you take some beaver yeah. tails, the size of ones that I've taken before. And like, you've never I've taken never them taken like that. Them you said this I mean, is so different. And even on days like it's not yeah. wet, the ground is still soft enough. Or when this, right, like on the second yeah. round on Friday, where it was sunny yeah. until it rained again. <laughs> The sun came out long enough that it kind of dried everything up. Even, even that was that was when that was when the lightning was yeah. getting all around us, and they didn't call us off. But then five o'clock came, and they're like, "We blew yeah. the horn, we blew it." The and horn, the storm was like over. It, we it wasn't even raining or thundering or lightning. Yeah, it was sunshine, and and then Saturday, that was all we did Friday. Yeah, right? so Friday we were the supposed two, to go two, to a simulator but after everything being wet all day and golf just wanted to get dry and yeah we went and sleep we went and um grabbed food at a bar down the street and we ended up playing a little bit on that home simulator i have oh god and that <laughs> and that just made everything <laughs> yeah. worse that that home simulator is more of just like a video game than actually helping out with swing path and everything because it screws up a lot yeah, but I also understand like how you could have such a steep and fast shot because that game it rewards, that rewards yeah. it. Like we did that Friday night. And Saturday was the tournament yep. and I was supposed to go home after the tournament. Yeah, so and then we want to Oh, and then we went to the We want to tell them a No, little no, bit no, about no. Let, let's just let, let, let's leave that. Okay. Let's let's push it off a little bit. So the tournament happens, we play the tournament, and I'm supposed to go home, and I'm looking at flights, and flights aren't looking good. And so I decided that we were going to go play another course, because at this point, we're like, we're legitimately through this whole weekend, like, tied. Yeah. In every aspect we could possibly be. Like, I kid you not, guys, like, we played match play, and we finished with the tie. No. No, no, no. Well, we we did like a point so, system, right? And right, like, we we of, tied strokes overall. Yeah, we tied in the point system. Like every way we were trying to break it, it would just not break. Yeah. So on the scramble on Saturday, we were take okay when our team uses our ball, that's a point for you. And at the end of the scramble, we were tied like fourteen to fourteen, <laughs> and that yeah. was supposed to be a tiebreaker. And then it was like. We added up all the strokes throughout the entire time, and literally we were dead even. Like, I don't even understand how that happens, because we played up to that point. We had, like, two nine-hole rounds, two 18s, you know, like, and we're like, that one 18 did get cut short on Friday because of the storm that came through, but maybe that makes a difference, but up to that point, we were still neck and neck. Yeah. Yeah, we were tied coming out of that, which is why we were like, okay, let's come up with the point system for the scramble. So then we go play that course, and it was like, it was up until that point, neither of us were playing well. I mean, the whole trip, though, my putter was hot. Yeah, yeah, that's what, if you, when you hit the greens, you were dropping putts. I mean, I don't know, you don't want to talk too much about the scramble, but you dropped a putt in the scramble that was like a 25-footer with like four foot of break. And the, like the, the 12th hole. or 13th yeah. hole. And I yeah, was that's like, definitely oh a highlight of the trip <laughs> for birdie. Yeah. Yeah. I almost had that one on the first hole, too. Yeah. It was so close. What was that, like hole 16 or whatever? Um, all right, so then we went to, it was a nine-hole course. Yeah. Berkeley Hills. To close it out. We played there. And you walked away with the stroke victory for that and the overall victory for the golf trip. Yep. And I only won that by four strokes, and that's with you taking, you conceded. 30, 35,000 strokes on, on the eighth hole because yeah. I couldn't get over that freaking ravine. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what, you jump in here when you want. I don't know what we should have done differently on this golf trip. There's a lot, like, we should have gone to the range more. We're knuckleheads for not doing that. We should have played the tees that we should have, you know, we should have given ourselves a good chance to play well. Yeah, I think we should Maybe. probably have just played white tees on every course. Um, 
just because we were compete like we were trying to have fun but also competing and like after the first day when we realized hey we're not hitting the ball very well playing the, the tips is like you know when your drive is hitting a tree and coming back at you by 60 yards like well here's the thing your <laughs> drive never came back at you you would go 50 <laughs> yards into the woods and then it would come 50 yards back out in the center of the fair yeah, i got lucky a lot <laughs> Um, so that's, I mean, that's the trip that flew home Sunday and that's it. I mean, like as quick as it started, I think even you were like, dude, I can't believe this is over already. Yeah. Literally we were just, just golf was just mashed into like three days and it just was flying by. Cause you know how it is when you're on the course, like you're not even thinking and it's four hours later, five hours later. It's like, Oh, Oh crap. You know? All right, so what do we want to go to next? Do we want to go to talking about each other's golf games? Honesty time, Brad. That's what you have here in the notes. Um, what do I think about your game? And what do I think about mine for that weekend? I need you to, like, yeah, for this one, like, we we can walk away not being friends from this. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like, you, we have to be... 1000% honest. Like, it's okay, hurt my feelings here. Well, I really don't have anything to hurt your feelings with. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. like, on, honestly, well, in, in, all, in all seriousness, like, I do feel like I didn't get to see your best game, right? And just simply because of lack of sleep, different conditions, ball was flying different, you weren't used to the humidity, too. That's another thing. Like, I looked over at one point in time, and you were just looked like you just got out of the shower with how much water and sweat was coming off the brim of your hat. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Like you lean over for a putt, and it's like a faucet turned yeah. on. Yeah. So like, out of all of that, like, and then also too, you told me straight up, like your putting has never been as hot as it's been. So I got to see the best of your best for putting, right? And like that whole aspect of your game, like, I wish I could putt like that. Okay, and um. Now, when it comes to, like, some of the other stuff, like, your longer clubs and things, <clears throat> like, when it came to, like, your five wood, and this might just because I don't really use fairway woods, right? But, like, some of the stuff you were using a fairway wood on, I was like, I don't know, I'm not sure why he's using that here. There's no way he's going to get it to stop at the green, you know? But then I watch you hit, and it's like the ball would hit before... And you kind of understood what your fairway wood was going to do for you. Now, when it comes like, it's hard for me to say because I sound like a hypocrite saying this, but when it came to consistencies <laughs> with your swing, like there was a lot of inconsistencies there. Like one moment you're, you're flushing a five wood or, you know, a six iron or whatever. And then the next moment it's like, you're topping the ball over and over again. And it's like, my misses are I chunk stuff. I had, granted there was a couple tops there, but <laughs> like it's hard to see me say about inconsistencies in your swing because mine's just as bad. But it's just like with everything, um, and on top of everything too. Like I've been really trying to focus more on course management because I think that's just as important as hitting good shots. Like, um, now granted we were there, we we're trying to have fun, right? But some of the yeah. stuff that you and even myself were trying to go for, we probably should have just, like, you know, hit a seven iron instead of trying to go over some trees or whatever. Trying to, But that's what makes the game fun, right? But other than that, like I said, I didn't have anything really like, hey, Brad, you suck at golf. You're horrible at everything. <laughs> and this is what I think is happening. But, again, I'm not a professional, so it's hard to tell. If anything, you're a better golfer than me, so it's hard for me to sit there and say this is what I don't I'm think that's bad. true. I don't think that's true at all. And I already know what you're um, going to say. My my, pun, my putting is horrendous, so it's uh. Well. Okay, well before we <laughs> before we move on to me, I want you to review your own. Like, give me your honest assessment of where you're at with on that golf trip. On that golf you know, trip, like, um, one thing that I was doing way too often, I didn't realize until afterwards, is like. I was swinging at that club, at the ball, like, just 
haphazardly, right? When I say that, like a lot of my swings, I swing as hard as I possibly could at the stupid thing. Why was I doing that? When I knew I needed to have control, some tempo. And when I start getting like in my head, like I got to show Brad how far I can hit this ball. <laughs> like, why am I doing that? Like, it was just stupid. But um, yeah, like when it came to like my swinging at the ball, I chunked so many balls. It was un- unreal. Um, and then like you actually had to give me a tip on the tee box to help me try to straighten my driver out. And I still, it still moved 30 yards to the right, you know, like, so it's like, I gave you a tip. Yeah. I remember on that one tee box, you're like, can you just pull your shoulder back just a bit? Oh, and driver? it worked a little and bit. It worked way better. Cause the, the first shot, yeah, I it was starting to like, yeah. just had a nasty slice. And the next shot was like, oh, okay, that's manageable. Um, for me, I really should have just not been hitting the driver at all and just played other clubs. And that's another thing that has constantly happened to me. I'm forcing. If you're trying to shoot a low score. Yeah. I am forcing a club to work. And I tended to do that a lot. Um, I held on to all of my bad shots the entire trip. All I could think about was bad shots, bad shots, bad shots. And then I was so worried about the score, you know, and it's just like golf is just as much mental as it is like, the physical aspect of the game. And we've been preaching that since we started this podcast, but and we can't, do I can't it, take huh? my own medicine. So, yeah. All right. So that sounds like you're good. You want to move on to me now? Sure. So Bro, you're one, right. one last thing <laughs> before we go, I know he's going to say, even if I had a six inch putt with my putter, it was not a give me. There's no way like there was a chance. I might three putt that when Brad was in. My putter was, and, and that's and that and that's the truth. Yeah, like there was times where we would watch you miss a six-inch putt. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just to, yeah, like you already said it. So there's not a whole lot of reason I need to sit on it. The putter change just did not work out for you. Yep. And I think it was more than anything. I think it was confidence. It 100% was because now we're talking. As like a time frame here, we're talking like a month after the trip. Now that I've had more time with my putter and I've sunk some longer putts and I've been hitting the three footers and the four foot putts, it's like I can stand over a ball and have some confidence. I can pick my line now. I still have my misses like any normal person has, but I have more confidence. My pace is there now. But yeah, and I should have listened to you too before that. He's like when I told you about the new putter. You're like, make sure you keep your old one around. Well, I had already dipped that thing in acetone. And it was already pretty painted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. If, if you had a putter that was, I mean, like, I don't I don't want to be mean, but it looked like you had never put the ball before on some holes. I felt that way when I was standing over the ball. And like, if you had a putter that was just, like, an average 20 handicap, you know, whatever we are, 15, 20, whatever the range is, um, you you run away with the whole thing easily. And the alternate is true, too. If my putter wasn't as hot as it was, and it's crazy because a month later, I'm telling you, it's still that hot. Um, I think it's just your normal putter now. You broke, you broke the ceiling becoming... somewhere. Like, it's just something yeah, clicked that wasn't clicking before, you know? Well, I think, like, I think the confidence is huge and I think I don't know and you can you can rebut this if you want but I think my putter being so hot also hurt your confidence. It did. It did. Watching you drain like 15 foot putts and I'm sitting there like I I can't I'm in my head I'm telling myself I can't do this. Like I'm I'm sitting there watching you drain a putt and then I'm trying to I got I got a one so, putt this, and that's another thing. I usually always go for a two putt, even if it's for a bogey. I'm just trying to get the ball close in the first one, and then a tap in. Yeah, like but you, when I was you missing my putts that would race ten foot by. Yeah, and then you'd be like, and then you'd have a ten foot comeback, and it'd be like, okay, he just three putted. You know, I got to the green in four and one putted, and this guy got to the green in two, and he's gonna three putt. We're gonna walk away yeah. with bogeys and tie. Like, you know, the swing change didn't turn out for you the way you wanted either but i think i mean there's a whole lot of other things going on to it i don't think that mess with you too much um i mean overall i just think we were 
we were trying to jam as much golf in as we could and we were trying to have fun and i don't think that's ever going to change yeah like anytime there's a golf trip we're going to jam way too much golf in and we're gonna try to have fun so like the taking the better shots yeah we probably should well, that's, what I, cooler that's what I was to saying. To smoke a three-wood or hit a little seven. Yeah, that's what I was you saying. Know? It's more fun to hopefully carry a three-wood over top of some trees and have it sit right yep. on the green or right next to the green than it is to lay up for a 140-yard shot. You know? I think that I think that for your game, I think that, and for both of us, we saw pieces. Okay, the putting, yeah, I mean, like, that's just, that's more than anything, the new putter and just, like, that's not the normal. It's just what happened. But we saw wedge shots. We we saw long iron shots, iron shots. You know, we saw drivers that were fantastic, right? So it's like everything's there. We just have to get more consistent with it. And like you're saying, like topping the ball or chunking the ball, like yeah, we gotta we gotta lose those. You know, we gotta lose the the shots that just add. Add a stroke for no real reason, right? Yeah. Or, or at least minimize them, bring them down some. Um, if I'm going to review myself, I would say that that's probably the worst golf I've played in a long time, minus the putter. But, I mean, yeah, we talked about it. We've never played golf before. We were trying to prove and show our best, right? Like, and also too, like you've said it before. As well as with me, when I golf with somebody for the first time, it's like, I might not even feel nervous, but it's just like, I make stupid mistakes. Like, for instance, like I was rushing every swing, right? Like, instead of having a nice slow comeback and then release through, I wasn't, I was just like, my old swing and the new swing was all mixing together. And even on some of the videos we took, I'm like, why did I hit my club that way? That was like, that was like a mix between how I hit the cl- how I used to hit an <laughs> iron shot. You know, like what the heck? But it's like, yeah, like you were saying, I didn't really. I want to say I didn't play like my best golf because I did have some shots, like some holes. I'm like, oh, some it's coming back, and then the very next hole, it's like, oh, I just shot a nine. You so know? <laughs> let's move away from this yeah. then. This is mostly like let's let's go into good shots. Let's go into like your your best shots, or maybe I mean your worst shots if you remember them, and just like what you remember from the trip well so i remember having like one shot that sticks in my head was a hybrid shot that i had because i told you that my favorite club in the bag was the three hybrid yeah. and we were like 240 out and i was like i don't think i can get this there but i can know i can get it close you know and i hit and it was just like a nice little fade on it and it went running down caught the downslope on a hill rolled up and I had like a thirty, like a thirty yard shot into the flag, right? So I was what like, "What course was that?" That was the Peninsula. That was the Friday morning course. And then, um, I had one Friday afternoon where it was a chip shot that I. That's another thing I gotta say about my my chipping was actually pretty decent, like when you were in it. Well, I didn't duff too many shots. But I had a chip shot that I put right next to the hole. And I was like, thought I had a chance to go in. It wasn't like what you had. But, you know, I had a chance of going in. So I was like, those were two shots that kind of like stuck in my head. Um, it got fun the, when the driver started. You got more than that? Only only two? Well, I mean, like. Like the Saturday afternoon, of course, that we shouldn't have played because you should have been gone already. When the driver was working, it felt nice to connect with a drive and watch that thing you know fly out there and hit some good shots you know um yeah like the very first hole i was a little bit worried to use my driver because on that course i've hit the houses almost every time (laughs) (laughs) and i hit a driver and i just put it perfectly down the middle you know so it's like those are just some of the shots i remember uh one so i'm one last one before I sorry. okay. One right. super memorable one is that par three over the water at the first course we played on Friday, and I actually put a video up on it, and I like hit it, looked disappointed, and you you saying it like it might be that you might hit the green, and when we got up to the ball, it literally like only the top of the ball was like seen because it just plugged itself so hard in the green. <laughs> 
think that was just that was just uh, fun because it was a funny shot. You know, it was it was good. That wasn't the only time. I mean, like, not that this is like my most memorable thing from that, but just the whole time things would just plug or they stick and bounce backwards. Like this is the wet conditions were ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to kind of go course by course because that's kind of how I remember it. So Friday morning, no, Thursday morning, we played the nine-hole course, Yeah, right? I don't really remember any great shot there. I don't think I had any. I just remember struggling. Um, then the Friday afternoon course... Um, same thing, like, we were, we actually, we started playing good because that was a scramble. I don't have a specific shot from that course, but I just remember, I just remember the putts, like, yeah, the fourth hole, the putt that I dropped, I was like, or the third hole, you know, that par three, the putt that I dropped. I just remember dropping putts there. Um, and then of course the chicken fingers, if you ever <laughs> go to Manatee Toe. Uh, golf course, chicken fingers and fries. It's like six fifty. It's the best chicken fingers you'll ever have. That was um then Friday. So Friday we were at the Parney's course, the first in the morning, right? So I remember the first hole like very vividly in my head because I hit a good drive and I was like, Yes, this is it. Like I don't have to play great today, but I'm gonna play good. And then I went I think the next three shots it was like shank, shank. Shank, and I was like, "Okay, well, trip's over. Let's pack it up. Let's go." You had home. that one out of the bunker too, on that first. Oh, one. the one that just sailed yeah, right into it, the forest. It's like a perfect oh, thing. And then God. the video that we put up on the social is just funny because you hit it, you see the ball go in the woods, you hear it hit leaves, you turn up whale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, so that that was probably so it was probably good drive shank shank forest. Yeah, that's probably what it was then. Um. That course, the shot that sticks out most in my head, though, was the, the as you're coming, I think it, maybe it's the turn, the 10th hole, as you're, you're like, this is where his airport was, and he parked his plane down there. Oh, what yeah. What hole was that? That's, uh, is that like No, that's like 10 or something? That's near the okay. end of the course. Well, whatever it is, yeah. who cares, I guess. Um you're like it's a num- number one handicap and we're playing from blues and it was like it had to have been like close to 500 yards right yeah so i hit a good drive and then i'm like i had like 220 ish to the green and i pulled a five wood and i'm like this is gonna be on and just hit a missile at the green landed on the green and then three putts so but that five wood shot that one sticks out in my head a lot and then the shot for me that sticks out in my head for you on that course was your wedge shot into the green from a hundred that was like oh yeah oh i forgot about that one on 18 on 18 yeah yeah it literally was yeah. like uh, two foot from the hole i think I, and it was like what 100 105 out yeah, something like that 105 out uphill i think when i say yeah. uphill it was like a 70 foot uphill <laughs> wouldn't you say that's how much it is Maybe 50 it was foot. a huge, yeah. it was a huge uphill, like where you could barely see the top of the flag, right? Yeah. Um, and that was clutch too because we were like, I think we were doing match play there, and if I win that hole, I think we tie it, right? Yeah. So that was like there was there was pressure on that. Um, then the afternoon course, you know, I don't really remember Real a whole quick, lot. Back there. to the morning course. There's one shot I remember from yeah. you of yours that was All awesome right. because you take the shot. And you're like, oh, come on. It hits the tree, comes down, and lands right next to the edge of the green. Remember the chip? It was like a, it was like, you're like, maybe, I want to say maybe like 45 yards to the pin. And you hit. And I just hear you go, oh, man. And I look up, and you hit the tree behind the green, and it comes down and hits. <laughs> it's sitting Bro, on the edge that was of the like, green. Yeah, I remember that now. So that was like another bunker shot. And I did the same thing as I did in the video. <laughs> and it hit the tree so square and made that like... And came right back on the green, yeah. and it was like, all right, I got a putt for par, bogey, or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah I think I even sick. said, I said, you're telling me I'm lucky with finding the fairways from hitting trees. You're on the green. Oh, that ball was like, that ball was going to be like 30 yards yeah. into the wood and <laughs> smack the tree so square that it came right back. Um, there was another one that just popped into my head, too. 
on that morning course. Uh, oh, the, the the almost chip in. That's got to be. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to. How do we forget up. about that? Yeah. yeah. Can I can I tell them a little epic. bit of a story behind that one? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so, story time. So the we get up on a tee box. I hit first, and then Brad came up and hit. Right. No, I think you I hit, hit first. first, and you you yeah. put it hard over the left. I was like, that's going to be a hard ball to find because you watched it come down, and then. I hit, we go down, you're walking along the edge of the cart path looking for your ball, and you're like, I know it hit right here. And I'm like, well, we'll just do the gallery rule, whatever. Like, I watched it go over there too, and you're not finding it, whatever, just drop a ball. So you drop a ball down, you hit, you duffed it, then you come up and you duffed it again, and you're like, that sucks, dude. I wish I could have found my original ball, and you just walked over there to look again, and you find your original ball. And you're like, it's right here. And I'm like, okay, and you're like, this is a tough shot out of here. I said, okay, you got scratches other two shots, go ahead and hit that one. You hit it, and that's what the video I just put up recently on a social. Um, it might be a little bit, like a week from now, that when you guys are hearing this. But it was the one where it could put, if you mess up your shots, how much money would you have? And it's like racks on racks on that's racks. That's also, that's also, I mean, we got to take a trip to Beaver Island right now, too. That's yeah. the shot that inspired, what was his name? Harry Gary? Yeah, I have that video. Harry Wait, Gary. Do you have it or do I have it? I think I have it. I have You have it because I, I hit the I hit it and we got what yeah. like when this episode a foot a foot of yeah. <laughs> grass. When this episode releases I'll put up the video of Harry Gary. But um then the next shot is the save par and you did that chip. And I literally I'm the one behind the camera looking at this, I'm like you're kidding me. I cannot believe he just put this in. I still, even watching back the full video, I still can't believe it didn't drop. I can't It slowed down yeah. just perfectly and then just rides the lip. You know? Yeah. But that was an awesome shot. Yeah, that was probably like one of the standout moments of the trip, honestly. Like the fact that it would have been even crazier if it went in, but even lipping out, it was like, it was heartbreaking that it lipped out. Yeah. Well, even on that one drive I had on 18, you remember that where I hit the ball, we watched it hit the fairway and rolled down and just, and it was just yeah, gone. Just gone. I'm like, yeah. where is it? It's just completely gone. Yeah. And that's kind of what was happening as the course was drying up. Yep. Things were just kind of like disappearing. Whereas yeah. before you would, you know exactly where it landed and it wouldn't go anywhere. I have a video that? of one of your putts. And I actually just watched it this morning because I was thinking, trying to look what I was going to post on social. And you hit a putt. And you can actually kind of see in the video like what you were reading. And in the morning on that putt that you hit, it drops because it takes a break and everything. But you even say, well, the greens are drying up because you hit it. And it went about three feet past the hole and never broke. And mm. it was just like you just hit it hard enough that it missed that break to snap into the hole. And you missed the hole only by probably like two or three inches, right? And it's like, that's how the course was. It was like a dew and wet in the morning. And then probably by like 10 o'clock, everything started drying out and you're getting crazy good runs and the greens were getting And it was stiffer. like, it was like drying out where like you would see the mist in the air coming off yeah. the greens and the fairways. And yeah, I also remember that shot, man, we're spending way too much time on this, but <laughs> I remember that little dog leg kind of left par four where I think this is, I don't, uh, maybe I'm not going to say it like this, but this is one of your worst holes. Yeah. But my drive was just like perfect draw around that corner, 50 yards short of the green. I remember that shot yeah, a did lot. Anybody playing, do you guys ever have to take two drops on a hole? <laughs> on actually, like, you know, I just found the woods twice and just couldn't find the ball. Yeah. It was a great time. And then All you right. duff your drop. <laughs> yeah. I and then I, I, strive with nine. Yeah. It's Nine strokes in that hole. After everything was and I think I, I think I ended up bogeying it, right? Yeah. Like, it took me four shots to get in for 50 yards, so. Yeah, I don't know that we should call ourselves good golfers anymore. Well, I got better since, like, you know, since that trip. I think we just that trip was just a lot, you know. Yeah. So, the afternoon, the most memorable thing for me Friday afternoon was the fact that lightning was about to strike us every time we were swinging a club. But I don't remember a whole lot of really great shots in that afternoon. I don't no, know. I tried to do a couple good ones, but 
the, a memorable shot from that afternoon is the one that uh, I topped with my hybrid, and then I tried to swing at it in the air. That's that one's memorable. <laughs> yeah, and that's is that also when you drove one into the ground? Yep, the whole right yeah. before, or the whole two holes and, before that one. <laughs> and I did that in the morning. Remember? Yeah, and we were mad we weren't recording because I was like, "That's awesome." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. All right, so let's get to the tournament. Like the tournament is gonna deserve its own little, its own little section. Yeah. So, tournament was a little bit weird. Uh, I'll just put it out there at first. My dad was supposed to play in the tournament with me, you, and my friend Dreff, and my friend Jeff. But who's Dreff? Dreff, yeah. <laughs> but um, my dad's buddy ended up showing up um to play in it, and. My dad ended up just uh, backing out because he said his knees hurt and he wasn't feeling good. And my sister was buying a car and he needed to go to the bank. He had all these excuses on why he and couldn't his, play. His brakes, his the brakes, brakes in the too. truck went out. And all, it's like it was like seven different excuses on why he couldn't play. But so the dynamic instantly was a little bit off. It was me and you were both just a little bit irritated, you know, with how things were happening. So like, and then that like little bit like. I don't want to say there was like tension there, but just that whole feeling of that day kind of just like, it felt like a cloud over our entire experience, right? For the whole day. Um, we definitely, we had some good shots. I want to say me, between me and you, I mean, like I said earlier in the podcast, um, we, uh, between me and you, we each had 14 shots that our team used. So through 18 holes, and that's not necessarily counting like exact tappings. Like, yeah. This is 14 legitimate shots, not run up and hit the ball one inch into the hole because that's what's left for par. Yeah. So, and then my buddy Jeff, who's like, you know, he he even said he didn't play the best that day. His dynamic was off too. Like it was just a weird day, but he. And the course, the course was so soggy. Yeah. From the the thunderstorm the day before. Yeah. And. At the end of the day, like on the last hole of the day for us, like a miracle happened that my dad's buddy chipped in for birdie. And uh, it put us at minus four. Now, there was a lot of stuff that happened in between there. Like I had talked about before, Brad drained a massively long putt. Um, it was like, I want to talk about this just yeah. because obviously it's, it's a proud moment for me. It was like... As soon as I hit the putt, in my head, I'm like, I drained it. It was just one of those ones where, like, when you hit it, you're like, I did exactly what I needed to, and this is going to go in. And you guys were behind me, right? You yep. and Jeff yep. were behind me, watching? Yep. What did you guys think when as I hit it? As soon as you hit it, I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, good line. And it was actually my dad's buddy that was next to me. And he said, why is he putting it that far out that way? <laughs> because you, we just watched Jeff do it. You know, Jeff putted first. And right. And he hit a good he putt. He hit a good putt, but you didn't even take his same line. You, like, went a little bit. I think you went a little bit higher than he did. Mm -hmm. And it lagged perfectly in. So, like, my dad's buddy's sitting there saying, why is he going out high up? Which is, and then I'm sitting there, like, watching it. And, like, as soon as it dropped, I was, like, I was about to just take off my shirt and go sliding down the fairway <laughs> not that boy thought we should have really we should have done something but yeah it was like it was just it was a grind all day right even in a four-man scramble yeah it was like i think about the first hole and like maybe if i dropped that hole if i dropped that putt on the first hole i mean that was a ridiculously long putt though like 30 40 feet yeah. and i missed it i By missed like, it half maybe, a ball to the yeah. right I was going to say, like, maybe an inch or two, <laughs> if that. Maybe it's like, okay, you start off with a birdie on a, on a hard part three. Maybe that changes things for us. But I don't think so, because just nobody nobody had the good stuff that day. I mean, like, we were, it wasn't even like we were hitting greens and missing putts. Like, we were scrambling way more than we should have. Yeah, it was weird, like, because when you sit in there and you have also two and this is something that obviously scrambles are for fun right especially with when you're with a group of your friends or for fun but when you have a dynamic in the scramble where like you watch somebody you know hit a 
pitching wedge into the green, and they came up short. And then the next guy comes up and hits a pitching wedge in the green. He comes up short. Um, and you're hitting third. What what do you think you're supposed to do, right? Well, yeah. If they're if they're pitching wedge was supposed to go flag high, then you club up because yeah. they're for something's going on. And right? it's like during that whole time, there's several different occasions where like obviously your pitching wedge flies for further than the other two guys we were golfing with. My yeah. pitching wedge flies a little bit further. So when me and you miss the green with a pitching wedge, you know, why is a guy pulling out a sand wedge or a pitching wedge to try to approach the green too? You know what I'm saying? And it was like little things like that that were like a little bit off. Um, because like we weren't giving ourselves the best chance. And like, obviously there was that one hole, it was a par three. We had, it was the only hole we had three balls in the green to look at to pick a putt. But even that, we were still like 15 feet. The closest one was 15 feet away. Yeah, but it's it's also like some of those like like some holes you're not in a birdie. Yeah. I mean, realistically, you know, par threes just aren't scoring holes, right? Yep. Now a couple of the par threes were only like 120, so yeah, we probably should have gotten birdies out of them, right? But, um, I mean, when you're 20 feet away, the likelihood of us making a putt, even with four attempts, is just not good. Right. Yeah. So, and then we used mulligans on putts that were never going to be made, and that kind of right. like threw the dynamic off too, because it's like, man, we're wasting a mulligan here on a putt we're not going to make. But it was one of those things where there was no talking, talking them out of it type of deal, you know? Right. Like, no, let's right. not do it here, because then if you did, there's going to be like, like I said, there was just like a whole dynamic which just kind of off. It was just different, but. All in all, I mean, I jammed a, pur- a birdie putt. That one, it would have been the first hole of the course that I just jammed. Where it was going like five feet past if it didn't drop. Yeah, yeah, I just like slammed it in there. And But that's how I was putting the whole week, and I just happened to hit the flag. So it was just like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like, you didn't know what to do like the whole tournament on Saturday because like you had no confidence and then it was like well that one went five feet by well that one went two feet short you know it was like you couldn't just like you just didn't have the confidence you needed Um, yeah they even had a putting contest there and I was like nope I ain't gonna make nothing and like like, I have no chance at this there's there's I'm not there's no reason for me to even do this yeah so that was that was the tournament I mean Four under isn't great for a four man screen. No. But I mean We were all four under considered. We were four under and we had three bogeys. Yeah. So you think so about that's that. What, yeah, like, all things considered, you know. Yeah. For us not playing well, you know, for me, like we've already admitted we didn't play well the whole trip. We didn't have what we needed going into this trip to play well, right? But we still put a four under with three bogeys. So it is what it is. It's actually probably a three under because that chip in shouldn't have gone yep. in, right? It's a little bit, and then like my putt, that putt doesn't go in. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. really easily, where like you could be like these weren't tapping birdies that we were making. It was long putts that just dropped here. Um, I don't know. So maybe it's a little bit deceitful to say that we are four under, even though that's the score we posted. But also, that's a scramble, right? Like, guys are going to drop a putt here and there that they shouldn't. Yep. So. And since then, my game has gotten better. I really wish we had another trip planned. Yeah, me too. Because, like, my putting's Well, we got to talk about Saturday afternoon. You want to talk about that last course? Um, We talked about it a little bit already. Uh, well, then forget yeah. it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we both no, I just, we both played like actually decent games, except for that one hole that you had that you had. I couldn't get over the yeah. gorge. <laughs> like, we, we were actually it was both, a freaking Grand Canyon in my head, and I couldn't get over it. We were hitting good shots. Um, I had a drive on that one par four where I put myself like with a sixty-yard shot on a bend. We haven't we haven't talked about your dad in a minute. Yeah. This course, like playing with your dad. Saturday afternoon might have been the most fun, right? Yeah. I mean, and I think it was because, like, 
the trip was over. This was a bonus round. It wasn't a big deal, whatever happened. And we just were like, we suck anyway. Let's just have fun. And we had a whole lot of fun. And your dad hit two great shots on a par four. Um, your dad was playing good for most of that. Yeah. I think that was just the most fun. Yeah, had. it was super fun. And it's funny how that relates to we had fun and our scores were doing better. Yeah. And that that goes Instead for of, anybody playing golf. Your main reason for going out there is to have fun, right? And if you find ways to have fun, you're going to put up better scores. And anytime I've been having a good time, I've played some of my best golf. Um, recently, we'll get into it next podcast, but recently I've been golfing way better. And I've shot... I have my newest, lowest score round, but I'll save that for the next one. Keep you guys entertained. Keep you waiting. I mean, to be honest with you, I couldn't stop playing after the trip. Um, I mean, I've probably played twice in the last, well, yeah, three or four times in the last month, which, how do you stop playing? Well, when you're playing multiple times a week and practicing, yeah, that's not really playing, right? Like, I... I came home and didn't play for two weeks, and then we had to go uh, back east for family event, and then it was like, okay, I'm kind of interested in playing again, and then I played, and I didn't play well, and then I played, and I played a lot better, and then I just played in the scramble tournament, and it was epic. Um, but I don't know, like that, the trip and playing that bad with all the pressure that was on it even though there shouldn't have been any it kind of just got to the point where i was like i'm not gonna get better and i'm over it and why keep putting time into this well the thing that irritated me about the trip is i know that i could play i could play better than when i was playing right and four days later i did it (laughs) you know that's when i scored my best i remember I wish we had, for the next podcast, I need to find the sound clip, because I, I sent you a clip telling you I was going to I was gonna break 90 again that day. I said I'd save it for the podcast if I do it, and I did it, and then I did it again, and we I played in another tournament since the one we played in when you were in, and I, I probably, I mean, I played a part three course a lot, too, when I was on vacation. And then I played another course. Well, I don't want to get into that now because we're getting ready to wrap in. But, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of golf still. I never stopped. <laughs> okay. So here's how I want to wrap it up then. What's next? You you said, like, wish we could play again. I feel the same way. Like, I wish I could fly out there every weekend or once a month. Or, you know, I mean, like, with golf, are you going to still keep practicing? Are we going to keep doing the podcast? Like, what's next? What do, Where do we go? Yeah, so I'm going to keep on playing. This is a sport that I'm probably going to play the rest of my life till I die. Well, I'm not trying to be dramatic. And... I know you're going to play golf. <laughs> no, like I'm going to continue. Give it up after all I, feel like, I feel like I haven't hit my potential yet with golf. So I'm going to continue to practice, especially with my offseason coming up. I still i am going to stick to what I said. I'm going to get somebody to coach me a little bit you know what i'm saying like show me what i'm doing wrong help me fix a few things actual take lessons right i want to do that during the winter time here i'm gonna still be playing the simulators i'm gonna be rolling putts in my living room still um as of for the podcast i'm quitting no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i think no, i'm not i'm not trying to be dramatic here i'm not like this has to be where it's all or nothing but like, our golf game sucked on the trip. Okay, that that's my point. The whole point when we started the podcast was to get better. Yeah, but I mean, are we? I mean, I feel like I am getting better. It, golf is golf is like life. Like you know, like you you've seen that stuff going around. Golf is like life. You know, you have your good shots to have bad outcomes, and you have your bad shots to give you good outcomes, right? And yeah, you I have get your that, ups but... and downs. And like, literally, I'm not going to lie to you people. I shot at like, what was that, 110? A 110 mm-hmm. on, what, Friday morning during the trip? 
Yeah. I've played that course since we've since you've been gone, and last time I was there, I shot a ninety-one. So tell me, but not what? not from the blues, right? No, that's that's the reason why I shot one ten. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> but it's like for me, like I said, and I don't feel like you've you made the comment that. Well, I'm not gonna get any better. You know, I'm just gonna suck forever. So I'm just gonna keep on playing and just gonna do whatever. I don't think you've reached your potential either. I, I see myself. The, the problem isn't reaching my potential. The, 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 I don't care what my potential is. I, because I know my potential or I can see my potential is to be a lot better. But I can't, I can't reach it because I can't get rid of enough of the bad. Yeah. Also, too, I know that also too, I know life, that I could. Life in general doesn't allow you to get rid of the rest of the bad. Like you, I, I'm telling you, we probably could. You probably could be a scratch golfer if you got to play every single day and practice every day. Because Maybe. no, because once you. But we're never we're never gonna know because that's not that's not gonna happen for us. We're, I just I'm not I'm not like I said I mean you just keep saying the same thing but I'm not trying to be dramatic here I'm just like. Okay, you're going into your off season, which is what? Well, I'm hoping to still be golfing by in December. So I'm hoping But you're gonna have to drop down to like when the weather allows it. Yeah. Which could be once a month, once a week. Yeah. So And then I'm I'll not probably go season. I'll probably go two or three season. months without actually hitting a course. I'll have to hit the simulator and you know how simulators are. Yeah. So even for that aspect, like we have to start gearing down the podcast. I mean, you're just not going to be playing enough for us to have anything to talk about. Yeah. So maybe that's what we need. Maybe we we just have to focus on golf more. I don't know. That's I just kind of like. No, I I know exactly what you're saying. Um, maybe like we're gonna try to get into the habit here because we've been so inconsistent with the golf with the podcast. Um, We're gonna get into the habit of being more regular, right? Before, yeah, we, we, we still we still have we still have like another month or so. You know what I'm saying? Another two months. Um, try to get one out every week, and then maybe when I go into my off season, where I can't play at least once a week, you know, maybe we try to do like maybe just two a month or something. We we can figure it out. Um, because who so knows? I, so. Uh, here, here's what my goals are. All right. For the rest of 2022, when it comes to golf, I want to practice four times a week. And that, that doesn't include the range before a round. So I can go to the range and I can count that as practice. It can't be before a round because that's not practice. That's a warm up. Yeah. I would like for my bad rounds to be high to mid nineties. Like if I can keep the bad shot to down. I'd like for my good rounds to be high 80s, right? Great rounds, mid-80s, low 80s, cool. But good rounds, like just like, hey, that was a good day, right? Um, That's kind of where what I'm thinking, but I really don't even know if that's reasonable. I think it's reasonable. I think it's reasonable for you to say that your good rounds, you're in mid-80s. Because you've golfed in the 80s more than I have, and that's my goal. Yeah, but it's not like I'm doing it consistently. Yeah. You know, like, I think for me, what I'm taking out of the golf trip is that I have to figure out how for my, how my bad can be better. Because if my bad is better, my good will be way better. Yeah. Like, I know what my good can be. Like, I truly believe that if with what I have, I could be a really good amateur golfer, right? I know I have the shots. I know I can hit the shots. I know I can pull stuff off. But how do I get rid of the tops? Like you were saying, right? Yeah. In the honesty review. So, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. Well, with that attitude, you'll never make it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that's a good attitude to have? I just think, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. Like... You played bad here, and it's not because I, – I think it's – I played horrible. I, conditions had a lot to do with it. You're golfing. With, we never golfed together before. 
You had no sleep. You're golfing courses. Thirty six hours. <laughs> yeah, you're golfing courses you never golfed before either. Like, and when was the last time you traveled to go golf? Last time I traveled before that was pre COVID. The last time I've been on a plane. No, to travel to go play golf. I mean, I go to like we drove an hour away to Palm Springs. You know that we've done that two or three times. Okay, but never on a plane. That's what I'm saying. Like you. You travel to a whole different elevation and temperature and humidity and all that stuff. And you're, the, you're gearing real... your whole rest of your golf like life and career off of, I played bad in Pennsylvania. Well, PA sucks. Like, that's just <laughs> what it is. <laughs> I guess, like, like if we want to send this on a positive, the best part <laughs> of the golf trip is that not a single club broke. Even though TSA has decided to ransack my bag, both coming and going. Yeah, that is good. That is a positive. <laughs> so one positive. Actually, a positive trip. from this trip is my wife went to a yard sale and she got me a whole, a whole set. Yeah, of that was crazy. Nice bag that bag is nice. One hundred fifty bucks. <sighs> got to love old people, man. All right. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about what we talk about next time when we talk about it next. Yeah. I just, I feel like I'm stuck. I think. And I feel like I'm really stuck hard. Yeah, so I've felt like that several times before. And it's just like one day I go out and golf and it's like stuff just connected well. I think a lot of it has to do with some confidence stuff, you know. Yeah, but even like we talked about before, I think I'm past the, I can just go out and play one day and it'll click. Like, you know, like that's great for breaking a hundred. Maybe even that works for 90. That's what I'm saying, bro. It worked for me. Break 90. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but I'm saying, like, like, we're getting to that part of the curve where to get better, it's. Well, go take an in person lesson, Brad. Go work with a pro. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, honestly, if I have one little piece, before we sign out here, if I have one little piece of advice for anyone that's picking up golf to begin, go take a stinking lesson. Learn your fundamentals first before you develop super bad habits like me and Brad. And you're sitting there trying to fix everything two or three years into golf because you're like, I want to get better. I have fun playing this. But if you're just taking the lesson from the very beginning and actually learn how to swing the golf club instead of like a baseball bat, things would have been fine. I think I think golf, you're just, we're never going to be happy with where we're all, and we're always going to be trying to improve. And even great players on the PGA or I guess now even the Live Tour, those guys are just always going to tweak and try to get better and try to get better. Yeah. Speaking of Live Obviously Tour, it's different. Live Tour is amazing right now. <laughs> I knew that was it's, going. It's just awesome. Cam Smith, Dustin Johnson, everything. We'll talk I about mean, that a little bit, but I mean, that it, last it, tournament. It's not, a, it's not a real golf tournament. It is. But I mean, yeah, I guess it it's fun to watch. You know, Actually, every week it feels like the Phoenix Open out there. The Waste Management is just a party. Yeah. Like DJ there are a lot Coward of shorts now. Next thing's going to be they're going to have golf carts with music. Like The music's already there. Yeah. You haven't heard it in the background? No, I have. And a lot of the guys that are golfing said it's made it, it's made it more fun for them because when they're golfing with their buddies, they have music playing at the carts and all that stuff. And now when they're on the hole, it's making it like, you know, it's not as much of like a tournament. It's not dead quiet. Yeah. That has to mess with your head. When is it ever dead quiet in your life? Yeah. But that's for another all podcast, right. Brad. Yeah, <laughs> we just like weird. talked about three different things for three different types of podcasts. And <laughs> I do want to discuss the live tour a little bit here in depth coming up here because there's been a lot of crazy things have been happening. And I, I, well, I can tell you right off the bat, it accomplished everything Phil Mickelson wanted. So. Yeah, but I mean, when you got professional golfers like Cam Smith saying this is the future of golf, it's pretty crazy. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's won what? Did he win two majors this year, or one was the players? Yeah. So he won the players and a major. I, I don't know if he's still number two in the world. I don't know how the, the rankings are working there yet, but I mean that's how they announced um, him at his debut in the Live Tour, number two golf, you know, golfer in the world, yeah. and that's without getting to play in the in the playoffs because they clearly kicked him out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's but, let's get out of here. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been another great time having you guys join us and listen to 
our rant pages about golf and how bad we suck and everything. But I tell you what, you know, it's always fun to get out there and play around. If you haven't been out, play around. If you like the podcast, you know, tell your buddies. And uh, remember, drain those bogeys. Beaver Tales.